Welcome to episode 88 of the Luke Winstall Show. Today's guest is the head basketball coach of Wheeler High School in Georgia. He's won three state championships in the past five years, including one over national top 25 Grayson High School that had three major Division I prospects last year. Coach Larry Thompson, thank you for joining me on the show. How are you doing today? Doing great. Thanks for having me. You're welcome. I'm glad to have you on. My first question for you. Over the years, as your style has evolved and as you've been learning as a head coach, how would you describe your coaching style in 2019 and 2020 and how you coach that Wheeler team? Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm a more defensive-minded uh, basketball coach right now. I understand if you can stop a team from being comfortable and scoring how they normally score or being comfortable when they run their offense, it makes it you know a, a lot easier on you as a as a team. You're able to get stops and able to get stuff in transition, where it's really really hard to guard really good basketball teams in transition. So, uh, being more centered defensively, uh, helping guys understand that if they want to play at the next level, they got to be committed to guarding, and they got to be committed to guarding not just you know on Monday or Tuesday or you know, Tuesday, Friday game days, but being committed to guard every single day when it comes to practice and when it comes to open gym, when it comes to whenever you have an opportunity to play the game, being committed to the defensive side of basketball because it makes it so much easier for guys to <laughs> go on the other end and get you know, uncontested layups or open threes or whatever the case may be. Uh, my style is, is have always been a more defensive center approach when we are you know doing four-on-one individual workouts. We do, a, you know, a lot of, you know, defensive drills to get going in that, you know, 30-, 45-minute workout. Uh, whereas, opposed, I've seen a lot of guys, they most concentrate strictly on, on the offense side of basketball when they're doing individual workouts. Uh, it's a bit different in that regards because I lead on the defensive side of the basketball when we first get started with practice. I um, I make sure that guys understand that we are. It's, it's going to be tough, and and we're going to be a tough, hard-nosed team. And I think that's what that's what got us over the hump this past year because we had a group of guys that bought into guarding. Uh, and we was really, really good defensive basketball team after Christmas. Um, guys understood our limitations offensively and made the defensive side of basketball the extreme focus. We can go and get stops, and we can hold teams from their customary average and, and holding guys under 60 points. And once, if we if we did that, you know, pretty consistent, uh, we had put ourselves in a really good situation to win basketball games. Uh, had a blue-collar team this year. Uh, didn't have the quote-unquote, you know, fanfare. Four-star, five-star individual kid. Um, so we was a more of a collective team. And we led, or it was led, more so on the defensive side of basketball. Um I think that's the best approach for the personnel I had this past year. Uh, I think it's the best approach for almost any team because it makes, like I said, it makes it easier uh, when you are a team that's focused on the defensive end and getting stops nightly. Uh, you can, you know, pretty hard. That's pretty hard to guard transition opportunities when you are playing two against one or three against one uh, when you're focused on getting stops. So that'll be the, that'll be the the blueprint. Uh, most of my teams, I'm, I'm sure. Um, won't change that approach. One uh, of a team is going to be tough, hard-nosed, and willing to do a small thing defensively uh, to, help, to help our team win games. 
you got the job at Wheeler, and obviously that program has produced a lot of talent, won a lot of championships, and now with seven, it's the most of any modern-time GHSA program. Before the 2019-20 season, what expectations did you have for this Wheeler team? This team, uh, looking at us, you know, early on on paper, um, I thought we'd be a team that could, you know, compete for a region championship. I really did. Uh, having a guy, having a kid like, you know, Sam Hines being your anchor and one of the toughest kids I had the privilege of coaching, um, who wouldn't take no for an answer. You have to put yourself in the mind frame where we have to play that way. Um, I thought we was a team that could compete for a region championship, even though our region was is and, and, and was going to be always tough. I think we did a few things the year before that put us in the right situation as far as growing up and putting people in situations to gain some experience would help us in the uh, in the long run. Um, after starting the way we started and had some of the downs that we had and seeing guys accepting roles and starting to play with a sense of confidence and passion after Christmas, I think... Um, the region, the region championship was more so a reality that we could possibly win it. And who knows what happened after, you know, region tournament. After region tournament, you get on a, get on a roll and uh, you win a few games in the state, state tournament. Next thing you know, you find yourself in a Final Four. And then it's, you have to, be, have to be better than that other team just, you know, one particular day. And um, we had some opponents that we were familiar with. We played both Milton and Grayson uh, in our own building. Games that we led a lot of the games, especially against Grayson, um, a game that we let get away from us uh, with Milton uh, back, in, back in early, late January. Um, so, you know, after that, those first three rounds, I think Shallow was the, the, the dark horse in, in our run because uh, we were supposed to play them as well on January 11th and we had some inclement weather stuff that, you know, kind of went on that kind of cancel that game and um, we didn't get a chance to make that game up so that was the, the second round game was the one that we we were you know penciled in as one this could be the one that could make or break us I mean if we lost the game of course it ended the season but if we won that game we could have an opportunity to reach a final four and that's where we approached it well take me through the experience for you going down to Macon Georgia with your team and knocking off nationally ranked Grayson in the GHSA 7A state championship. Man, uh, storybook uh, ending to the season. I mean, it's, it's kind of surreal now you think about it. It started to, for us, to be honest with you, it started after we was able to beat our own nemesis in our region, Pebblebrook, a team that had been had our number for quite some time. Uh, don't think, you know, will a team had beat Pebblebrook since 2015, uh, in the state tournament and state finals when Jalen Brown hit the free throws. Um, so after beating them in the region tournament and just taking a quick little, you know, look at the at the tournament bracket, um, it was doable. We, we, we looked at it and said, hey, man, we take it, you know, day by day, one game at a time. You know, the way the bracket that's set up, it, it, there's nobody on the bracket that we cannot compete with as long as we come to play. Um and we, you know, played very well in the first round game against Etowah and being a nail-biter against Shiloh. Um, a, a, a really athletic and well-coached Spurt Martin, who we played our best defensive game all year against, and then a rematch with Milton. Um, 
before we reach the state championship against Grayson. And uh, that road that we take, that we had to take, it, it prepared us. We were battle tested. Nothing, no style that we hadn't seen before. Um, that wouldn't have us ready to play against a, a well, a well coached Grayson team. Um, we were, we were, we were battle tested, and it was one of those situations where, as long as we came out and competed and played the way we were supposed to play, we could have an opportunity to, to win a basketball game. So um, we did a little something a little different that that. Thursday and Friday before, we took the guys down on Friday. Uh, of course, we had a late game on Saturday. Um, we went down on Friday, Friday afternoon, and we went, had a practice down in Macon at Central High School. Um, took the guys to the, I think the 5A, was it Cedar Show? Yeah, the 5A State Championship that Friday night, just so they could see the atmosphere, see the building, see how everything, you know, set up down there. That way, the first time they're going in, making college in, it wouldn't be, it wouldn't be them playing for the state championship. They already had a feel for the, for the venue the night before. And, and, and doing that, I think, helped settle some of the nerves of some of the kids. I've been telling me that, you know, if that had been the first time they saw the lights going out and them doing the starting lineup, the butterflies would have got a little bit bigger. And who knows, we may not start off as fast as we did. So seeing that helped those guys. And I think uh, staying down and making a night before as a group and, you know, getting rid of the family and, and girlfriends and video games and those things that the kids normally do uh, nights before games, I think it kind of helped set those guys' nerves and caused us and helped us uh, be, as, be as, as, as sharp as we was going into that basketball game. Well, Grayson had beaten you earlier in the season. What changed? Oh, we we we, we weren't very very good. Um, we played them early on defensively. Uh, we could score. Um, we had been a little depleted. We playing against Grayson um, December the seventh um, at our place. That was our first time having a full complement of guys. We'd either, you know, had a guy too out injured or a guy was sick or a guy was, you know, GHSA ineligible, whatever the case may be. But that was the first time, the first game we had played um, that this year, that year that during, the, during the season where we had a, a full complement of guys. And we started the game really, really fast, really sharp, played well. And I think it was one of those things where we, was trying to play too many guys at one particular time, and and we haven't settled in on who our normal rotation would be. Um, we changed defensively. We became a more complete defensive team. Um, we started trusting each other a little bit more. Uh, guys started getting to their spots when they're supposed to be as far as being on the, being, being on the help side and being on being in position where they're supposed to be. So um, just the overall maturation of a team growing from being an individual to a team, especially on the defensive side of basketball, that's what changed. We became really, really complete. We could really guard that, understood their roles. And uh, we just, we just, we, like I said, we just became a, became a complete, a more complete uh, defensive team. And in order to beat a team like Grayson, uh, who can shoot the basketball with, like no other, who can dribble drive the ball like no other, you have to be, you know, sound defensively, uh, every possession. And even being sound defensively, 
every possession, they still can find a way to score and score in a hurry like they did against us in the third quarter of the uh, of the title game. So we changed um, – we, we, was, we was in the process of becoming a complete defensive basketball team. Like I said, we could score a little bit. Uh, offensively, we were, we were pretty good, but we would have some defensive lapses where we would maybe get up on a team or two, uh, 10, 12, 14 points, and we would relax a little bit, and teams would make a run, and we sometimes wasn't able to withstand that run. And um, that's what, that's what we, were, we were striving to become, a team that could withstand runs from good teams and luckily um, we found a few stops in the title game and made some free throws down the stretch to help us close out close out the best team in the state of Georgia. Well your team played in or plays in class seven A in Georgia, which is one of the toughest high school leagues in the nation. Where do you think seven A in the state of Georgia ranks when you put it on a national scale? Is it top twenty, top ten, top five? Where's the league to you in terms of how tough it is? Uh, I think it's I think it's top top five, no question. I mean, you have you know quite a few places that play some really really good high school basketball. You study CAC up in the Baltimore DC area, Maryland area, uh, of course out in California and in in Texas. But I think um, from top to bottom, um, the region I've coached in the past three years is about as tough as it tough as it can get inside of a region playing with Pebble Brook, Westlake, and. East Kawia, Wheeler, and Campbell, and Noon. I mean, look at those guys this past year. Um, start of the year, our region was basically up for grabs. I and mean, was anybody who got hot early, when I mean, got hot late, could have an opportunity to win it. Um, and that just goes to show how tough it is in the state when you got those six teams all in the same region. Go across the Gwinnett, you have your Burke Mars and your North Crosses of the World. And I think Grayson, who was number two, uh, most of the year, I don't think is is too many places where you can go and say you have that many teams with that much talent and have to bring it and compete every single night just to win your region. That's the state championship. Um, my vote is that we are, are tops in the country, and, and until we get an opportunity to find a way to play, you know, state champ versus state champion of the state, then it's going to always be that way. And with my vote. Um, the level of competition and level of coaching in in, in, in our state is, is great, not only in 7A, but all over Georgia. Um, as testament to how serious kids, parents, and coaches take it, because um, without any of those, you know, you could, you know, have a, a, a different version. But I think because of the competitive nature of our kids and, and, and the coaches, is one of the, is, is two of the things that make the Peach State one of the best places to coach and play high school basketball in the country. Most definitely. Coach Thompson, that's all the questions I had for you. Thank you so much for your time. Thank you. Thanks for having me. Thank you for tuning in to this edition of the Luke Winstall Show. Please be sure to follow on social media at Luke Winstall Show and share it with all your friends. That concludes this episode, but I'll see you back next week with another great guest.